Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about Timeless Legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You are listening to the Dan Patrick show on Fox sports radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine to noon Eastern or six to nine Pacific on Fox sports radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Welcome to the program. We made it to a Friday. It's a meat Friday, and that also means it's a Fritzy Friday. Curious what's on the menu today? Absolutely. Absolutely. Pork tenderloin with apple jelly glaze, garlic mashed potatoes, balsamic Brussels sprouts with bacon. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Once again, if Brussels sprouts are so good, why do we have to always dress them up? When somebody says, man, I really like them. Well, if I take away the bacon and some of the other stuff that you put on it, do you really like Brussels sprouts? And the answer is, you don't. Yes, Todd. What if, or if you have to all gratin something that might not be good by itself. <laughs> all righty, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address. Shot at potatoes, by the way? Yes, it is. I'm, I'm ready to fist fight if Todd wants to. Well, that's why I have the protective... Uh, I love potatoes. Barrier there. The vegetable all around. It's more of like the certain steamed vegetables where you got to kind of put the melted cheese on. Okay, but can you think of another food that you have to dress up more than Brussels sprouts? Brussels sprouts. Brussels. 
sprouts. My dad used to have, I think he probably still does, but he would just steam them and eat them. Yeah. And we were always like, dude, that is gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smells. Yeah, it stinks up the whole house. Like, but can you think of another food that you dress up and you go, man, these are good. Yes, Paul. Oh, that's not good without the help. Y- yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like cabbage, you kind of. No, actually, cabbage, you could have it just straight up. Mm-hmm. It's not good anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh. Now, that's yeah. two people I'm taking out today. <laughs> Anybody else want to run them? We can. Yeah, but cabbage reminds me of growing up where my mom would just say, just eat it. Like, there was no other choice, but you had to eat it. And I'd be like, I'd, I'd rather not eat. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chew on a, a, you know, a branch or something here. Not having cabbage. We'll have a play of the day, poll question, stat of the day, all that forthcoming. Operator Tyler is standing by to take your phone calls. Eagles hold off the Vikings last night, and DeAndre Swift had 28 carries for 175 yards. And I started to uh, do a little research here for a change. And Howie Roseman, if I just say Howie Roseman, do you know who Howie Roseman is? He's the general manager of the Philadelphia Eagles. Keep in mind, going into the draft, there was a lot of talk that maybe the Eagles were going to go all in with their top 10 pick, and they were going to take B. John Robinson. Well, they didn't. They got DeAndre Swift and uh, didn't give up much to get him. They lost their leading rusher, Miles Sanders. Instead of dumping assets into a devalued position, Roseman sent off a fourth-round pick to get DeAndre Swift. Now, they used their first-round pick on Jalen Carter, who, by the way, is a beast. Had 175 yards last night, a touchdown, uh, Swift did. And uh, so Roseman and Hertz get a lot of the credit. Uh, well, Hertz does. But uh, Howie Roseman, that's another, that's just, that's a deep, deep team. And they don't look great on offense. You have a new offensive coordinator. And I think at some point they realized passing game is not working. DeAndre Swift, let's just load him up. And uh, they rode him. Vikings played pretty well. Uh, at least uh, Kirk D. Cousins played really well. And in case you're wondering, and I know you are, that uh, Kirk D. Cousins, uh, eighth player in NFL history to throw for at least 340 yards and two touchdowns in the first two games of the season. He joins uh, luminaries like Jim Kelly, Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr, and uh, the problem is all those quarterbacks started out 2-0, and except for Kirk D. Cousins and Drew Bledsoe. Stat of the Day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of this program. This first hour brought to you by Discover Credit Cards. They do something really awesome. You get back from Dublin and you get cash back from your trips and the restaurants. You can see terms and check it out for yourself. They double all the cash back that you earn. Learn more. Discover.com slash match. All right. Seton, poll question today, at least for the first hour, and then uh, run down the guest list. You want to start college or NFL? Ooh. Well, we're going to go to Boulder, Colorado here in about uh, 15 minutes. Uh, Lewis Riddick of the Mothership is there uh, covering Colorado versus Colorado State. So if it's Dion related, okay. Colorado State head coach Jay Norville's comments were smart or silly? All right, let me play the comments. He's at a bar. They usually do these, radio, you know, every week radio show. 
The coach has his own show. You're playing to a home crowd. You got a home court advantage here. And they're getting everybody fired up. And uh, here's the coach for Colorado State. You know, we're excited. Our kids are really, you know, we had to do a bunch of ESPN videos. And it was great. I loved it. And, and uh, But our kids came out of those videos really with a chip on their shoulder. They're tired of all that stuff. They really are tired of it. And I sat down with ESPN today, and I don't care if they hear it in Boulder. I told them I took my hat off and I took my glasses off, and I said, when I talk to grown-ups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. So, you know, they're not going to like us no matter what we say or do. It doesn't matter, okay? So let's go up there and play. And so I, that's just how I feel about it. Okay. That puts it in context, I would think. I think he's wearing a visor while he is <laughs> saying this to the, uh, you know, the booster club or whatever it is. Well, of course, Dion had to uh, use this as motivation, as only Dion can. Everything's personal. Uh, it was personal the first game. It was personal last week, and now it's personal. Here's Dion Sanders. I'm out of my own business watching some film, trying to get ready. Trying to get out here and be the best coach I could be. And I look up and I read some bull junk that Dan said about us once again. Uh, Why would you want to talk about us when we don't talk about nobody? All we do is go out here, work our butts off, and do our job on Saturday. But when they give us ammunition, it was just going to be a good game. They done messed around and made it personal. It was going to be a great test, a battle of Colorado, but they done messed around and made it personal. Well, when I heard the comment yesterday and I was like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Okay. He doesn't take his hat off or his sunglasses off. <gasps> it's not, not the way I was raised. Yeah. Oh, now it's personal. Now it's personal. Okay. Here you don't we... bring mothers into the equation. Yeah. Right. You don't bring mothers into the equation. Oh, my goodness. That's how my mom raised me. All right. Good. Good. So now it's personal. Yeah. Does your poll question have to do with Dion? Uh, well, I had the one. Uh, are, are the comments also being overblown? Okay. Okay. Um, are they overblown? Uh, yeah, by Dion. Yeah. But it's smart, though. Yes. He's, he's already got the ball. Personal. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's already got them all. No, I get it. Right I, in line. It's absolutely. Great. I get it. I mean, do I think that they were still going to go out and try to crush Colorado State? I don't think they thought, God, you know, we're in for a really tough game here. It's like you're favored by, I think, 23 and a half. I don't think people think this is going to be a close game, but now I know it's not going to be a close game because it's all together now. Personal. Personal. Yeah, Paul. The line moved a point and a half since those comments. <laughs> It was 22 and a half when we were on the air yesterday. Now it's 24. That's oh, right, Coach. Okay. That's right, Coach. <laughs> Is this on a tee for Dion, though? He's, he's looking to sure. have these things. Sure. He'll, if he can't manufacture it, he takes a light little jab and makes it no thing. That's great. Yeah. Whip the kids up. Yeah. Okay. Yes. He... Is Dion getting a little bit of the uh, he skipped the line treatment from other coaches? Um, like maybe uh, Jay Norwell? I think he should. Because I now, you know, you're, you're hearing conversations or analysts saying, you know, this paves the way for other black coaches. No, it doesn't. This is Deion Sanders. It's, it's not like, now, if you're a famous coach, it may pave the way for you. That maybe you're going to have a big-time program 
or a big-time school that'll take a chance on a big-time personality there. But there's only one Deion Sanders. If, if uh, Yale decided to hire J.J. Watt oh. to be their head coach, we'll and then college game day would go to Yale, then you'd say, okay, that's a famous person jumping the line. I mean, Dion jumped the line, but keep in mind, he went to Jackson State. He tried to jump the line and go to Florida State. But what he did, he took the job. He wanted to prove he could recruit, they could win. And then he caught the attention of a program that's been down in the dumps for decades. They took a chance, and now he is the topic of college football. Yes, he. But based on the strength of Dion's career, that's why he didn't have to be you know, the strength and conditioning coach and then the yeah. defensive back coach and then the this and then that and then, you know, bouncing all over the country, building a resume for himself. His playing career was is his resume. Yes, but you still have to coach. Like Steve Nash took over the Nets. Oh, I jumped the line. Like, okay. Um, he's a Hall of Famer. One of the great point guards of all time. He worked with the Golden State Warriors. Dion didn't get Kerr. the Dallas Cowboys job. Wait. Got the Brooklyn Nets job with the team that was supposed to be competing for a championship. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like Dion didn't skip the line up to the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, he tried. Steve to. Nash did. He tried to. He tried to go to Florida State. They didn't. Obviously, they didn't hire him. Yeah. But I mean, look, you hire who you think can turn your program around, or who's the best guy. I was a big proponent for Dion getting jobs. I know that there were two jobs that he was looking, interviewed for, and then he got turned down. I'm like, you guys are crazy. Because he's going he's gonna to bring in players. You know, Steve Kerr, did he jump the line? Did Doc Rivers jump the line? You know, there, there's, it's littered with guys who have gotten the opportunity. But it helps being famous. Does this mean that other black coaches are going to get the opportunity to jump the line? The answer is no. If you're famous, you know, Eddie George got the job at Tennessee State. If he's successful there, does he then get a job? And, you know, in a true Division One program? Maybe. But Dion, there are very, very, very few athletes. You can put Kobe in there, Allen Iverson in there, guys who are just transcendent, you know, that kids are going to be imitating, talking about. And, and, you know, they still do that. Dion hadn't played in how many years? And you still have kids who, if they make an interception going in for a touchdown, do that little Dion dance going into the end zone. Prime is, you know, he's front and center. Now, you can't afford to lose this game. This, this would be the worst loss for a team the entire year when you think about it. Everything that's attached to this. You know, now you got Oregon next week, and then you have USC. If you could somehow win this game, which you should, then you have Oregon, and then you get to host USC. Now, all of a sudden, that's the game of the year. Oh, man. That's like Tennessee-Alabama last year was the game of the year up until that point. But I have no problem with Colorado hiring Deion Sanders. Uh, he's the right guy. And he could have been the right guy for a lot of programs because he has star power. Plain and simple. Yes, Todd. Why would Florida State and some of these other programs not have hired Dion? They didn't want the circus. They didn't believe that he could be a good coach. I'm curious as to why they wouldn't go. Well, he hadn't him. coached before. He was he was an unknown quantity. But that's the same for Colorado. They then they took a chance. Well, no, he was at Jackson, Jackson State. State. Yeah. 
Yeah. Why? I don't know. See, that's the thing. Like, it was like a, yeah, like his time at Jackson State wasn't real or yeah, something. Yeah, you know, it was. it's it was legit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he put him on the map. Game day went to Jackson State. What is what is college football all about? Recruiting, getting recruits, being relevant. Dion can recruit and make you relevant. And he's smart enough to hire guys who are smarter than him to be on his coaching staff who are the X's and O's guys. He knows his strengths and knows his weaknesses. He has done a great job in, you know, exacerbating that. And and now you have, I mean, you have a legitimate chance here to have your son be a Heisman Trophy candidate. Could you imagine if that showdown USC and Colorado and they're both undefeated and it's Caleb Williams versus Shador Sanders and who's going to be the Heisman Trophy front runner? Because that's what it's going to, that'll be, that'll be what is sold. That, I mean, doesn't that sound crazy? It though? is. Like it, it is. It is. <laughs> they had talent. I just thought they had top, uh, top end talent. They didn't have it all the way through the roster. Mm. And that's why next year was the year because Dion was going to get his players. And they, they're ahead of the curve here. Good for him. Good for us. Gives us something to talk about. Yeah, Paul. Your point about Dion hiring good assistant coaches it can't be underwhelmed. He, when he got the job, he said, I need a budget where I could hire coaches from around the country. And he got a big bump in his assistant coach budget when he took the Colorado job and allowed him to poach a few top-end assistant coaches, which there it is. All right. Uh, we'll get to phone calls coming up. Lewis Riddick will join us. He'll be uh, joining us from Colorado. He's out there with the mothership as they get ready to uh, surround. I, I think everybody's out there. I think uh, first takes out there. I think The Rock is out there. McAfee, I don't know if his show is out there, but uh, they're getting guests from out there. Uh, Kevin they, Hart. Kevin Hart's out there. Kathy Lee and Hoda. I don't know if they're out there. They might be. Yeah. <laughs> they might be. Yeah. A little Prosecco in the morning. Yeah. Get a little, <laughs> a little saucy. Yeah. The View is going out there. The View. Yep. Okay. Whoopi's going out there. Sure. Yeah, everybody's going out there. Everybody but us. We spent all the money on that Dublin trip. We could have been out there this this weekend in Boulder, Colorado. Does Keeper's Heart have anything in Boulder? Keeper's Heart. No, they don't. No, they don't. All right, we'll take a break. We'll uh, head to Boulder coming up. And uh, can Colorado live up to the hype? Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. Football's back, full swing, another week of epic games, and look who's got you covered. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Get in on all the action week two. You can uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code PATRICK to sign up. New customers bet just $5, take home $200 in uh, bonus bets instantly, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code PATRICK. Fritzy, 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the P. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. 
Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories. For 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Cock app. Are we doing Philadelphia artists today? Correct, we are. Okay. This is a boys to men. Of course it is. The Sammy Sosa music. Yeah. By the way, I was listening to gospel yesterday. Erica Campbell? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. She was in a group called Mary Mary. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is, new record was spectacular. I'm like, my, my daughter goes, why are you listening to gospel? And I go, why not? I like, come on, it's good stuff. Uh, Lewis Riddick, college football analyst, NFL analyst, and uh, former NFL player, teammate of Deion Sanders back in the early 90s. So he'll be on the call, Colorado, Colorado State, with Mark Jones. That'll be on the mothership. At 10 p.m. Eastern on uh, Saturday night, he joins us from Boulder, Colorado. How is morale in Boulder, Colorado? Dan, it couldn't be higher, man. I mean, people around here are absolutely fired up right now as far as 
what they've considered to be a new age in Colorado football. I mean, it is these kids here believe in what Dion is doing in just the way that I expected him to, to be quite honest with you, because it's the same thing happened in Jackson State. This, this is a guy who brings a tremendous amount of credibility and competency, and they're seeing that he positively is impacting them on and off the field. From there, everything else is really characterized by 100% buy-in, man. And the and the fan base around here is just they're, – they're excited to see what this means as far as the upside once this roster continues to develop and he's able to get even better big men. Because right now, from a skill position perspective, you'll see on Saturday night, and you've seen already, these guys can go, man. They can deal with anybody in the country from a skill position perspective. Yeah, I thought that they were top-heavy going into this year just because Dion trying to get his plan in place and bringing in recruits and get rid of the old players. I thought next year was going to be that year where you go, boy, they made that leap. I mean, they're so far ahead uh, of expectation level. But also, is there any chance they can lose this game Saturday night? There's always a chance because it's a rivalry game. And and Colorado State did not – put even close to their best foot forward against Washington state two weeks ago when they went, um, when Washington state went into their home place and pretty much took them apart and Washington state's going to be a good football team. You're going to see that by the end of this year, that is a darn good football team. And they're going to beat a lot of people. Yeah. There's always a chance because they can throw the football too. They have a version of the air raid and they just made a change at the quarterback position. They've got some wide receivers that can go also. And right now Colorado's defense it's let's just say a work in progress, all right? They're not they're not going to shut anybody down. They're going to outscore people more so than they're going to dominate them on defense. But do I expect Colorado to win this football game? Yeah, I do. I just I wonder if Dion can keep these kids really dialed in and living moment to moment and not looking ahead because they've got two just monstrous tests coming down the road with Oregon and SC in the subsequent two weeks. So as long as they don't look ahead and they stay in the moment. I expect them to win the football game, but I don't expect it to be a blowout. I hope it's not a blowout because I hope that the rivalry aspect of it and what Jay Norvell has obviously sparked around <laughs> here in terms of people being fired up, I hope that helps his football team. I hope his team can cash the checks that he's writing right now for them as far as what he said uh, just yesterday. Yeah, and, you know, Dion's taking whatever. It's like the Michael Jordan method. Hey, I, yep. what, what did you say about me? I mean, even when guys didn't say something about Jordan, he still made it into something. Dion's made everything personal. Opening week, it's personal. Last week, personal. Now this became personal because yep. of what the uh, Colorado State coach had to say. What is Dion's role when the game starts? You know, I, I think, look, he, he's obviously put together a very, very good staff. I think overall, from a 30,000-foot view perspective, there are certain things and certain ways that he wants this team to play that he will definitely communicate to his assistants as to how he wants the game to unfold. I mean, obviously, he's a very smart X and O person, both from an offensive and defensive perspective, because he's done both. Um, but I think he's, without a doubt, the CEO. And he lets the offensive and defensive coaches do what they need to do. And that's that's really the role of any head coach. And he's been very smart about that from what I can tell. I'm looking forward to, like, today we're going to go over to the offices and we're going to talk with him. And I've texted back and forth with him over the years. And, and these are some real good questions that I'm going to wind up asking him just about how he how he runs this operation, both from a, you know, a preparation standpoint and then a game day standpoint. But I'll tell you this, it looks as smooth as can be. And you know what? 
I, I think the thing that maybe people will in due time give him more credit for is the fact that, look, Dion is Dion's not just about marketing and hype. This is a football guy, man, who I, I look, I remember back in, in the early 90s when I played with him. He is super, super football intelligent now. So let's not just don't let's not get into the to all the hype and the and the kickoff returns and interceptions and the way he played the game. This guy's a student of the game. And he's a great leader. And he's a guy who's tremendously charismatic charismatic. So people don't want to believe that. People keep like wanting to like make digs at this program and say, look, this is just a flash in the pan. There's no way they can sustain this. Don't bet on that. Don't bet on that. You'll make yourself look foolish. He's Lewis Riddick of the Mothership. He covers the NFL and college football. He'll be on the call with Mark Jones. That'll be Saturday night at 10 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, when you, if I would have said at the beginning of the year, when you get your schedule. Yep. So you knew you were going to do this game in the preseason? No, we did not. This is, you know, you know how, how it goes really in college from week to week. We kind of like um, formulate the schedule as it goes along because, you know, obviously with college games, you want to have the most impactful games in the most impactful time slot. So, you know, we were just alerted that we were getting this game about a week ago. And so, no, there hasn't oh, been a whole lot okay. towards it. The first two, we knew the first couple games, you know, the first two weeks of the season. But um, no, this one was, uh, we just found this out about a week ago. I I saw where Mel Kuyper said that Dion's son is now, yep. he'll be a first round draft pick. Yep. Okay. Why wasn't he a first-round draft pick when he was playing at Jackson State? Why is it that you play yeah. two games? Like, this drives me crazy. Like, yeah. he, he's the same player. And and was he a first-round draft pick at Jackson State, or he just became one because now he's doing it at Colorado against TCU and against Nebraska? You're, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head, Dan. I mean, look, a lot of times what happens is, well, first of all, you know what a lot of what Dion wanted to do down at Jackson State, and what he wanted to do for HBCUs overall was get them more notoriety and get college scouting departments, scouting directors, general managers, taking that that uh, football down there much more seriously from a NFL perspective. And they weren't. That, that's just a fact. They weren't. And if you throw on the tape over the past two years of what Shador was able to do down there, you will see many of the same things he's doing right now. I mean, he is a guy who is extremely poised, confident, smart, strong in the pocket, can can create, throw the football at all three levels. He can do it all. It's just that now he's doing it on a national stage against teams that have quote unquote brand recognition. Everybody knows, everybody knows TCU. Everybody knows Nebraska. Yeah. So now that you're doing it on <laughs> on Fox, now that you're doing it on ESPN and people are talking about it, they're kind of like there's there's more eyeballs on it. Now people are going, oh okay. All right, maybe he is pretty good. So look, he's been doing this his whole career. And now he's just doing it on a bigger stage where now people are going like, you know, the bandwagon jumpers are jumping on. And I and I don't want to say that about uh NFL front offices because they're not necessarily bandwagon jumpers, but I think now, you know, a little bit of the herd mentality does kind of creep in, which is, well, okay, well, now it seems like it's okay to maybe kind of step out there, you know, and go out on a limb and say, yeah, this guy is extremely talented and he is doing it at a higher level of competition, quote-unquote. But look, he hasn't changed as far as the characteristics that he has put on display from day one that he stepped foot down at Jackson State. He's he's getting better and better, but this young man has always been that player. And if you go back and watch him and you just change the uniform, he looks the same. 
He's just getting better, and he's doing it on a bigger stage. That's all. And Travis Hunter was one of the top recruits oh. coming out of high school. Yeah. Could, could you see him playing two-way in the NFL? If someone will let him, yeah. It's a really good, It's not going to be about Travis not being capable of doing it. It's going to be whether or not people are willing to let him do it. And, look, I mean, there's does, been very Does Dion see himself in Travis Hunter? No question. Absolutely no question. Yeah. And when you break down his tape, look, Travis right now may be more skilled and more impactful as a wide receiver than he even is as a corner. <laughs> because he, I mean, just exquisite route running ability, body control, hand-eye coordination to track the football. I mean, it's almost like these guys get bored on just on defense because they're not at the point of attack enough. I mean, they can be, you know, eliminated from a game just by avoiding it. The wide receiver, you can't eliminate me. If they want to get the ball to me, they'll scheme it up to get it to me and put my hands on. Travis is different. He really is. And I don't I don't like, you know, engaging in hyperbole too much, Dan. But look, having played with Dion and actually been in awe as a teammate at how fluid and different and one of one he was as a teammate and as a player, when you watch Travis Hunter, and any time he's at the point of attack, if you're a betting man and you could actually like freeze live action in that moment in time and go, I want to put some money on whether or not this guy's going to win this contest, yeah. you would bet on this kid every single time. And that's what you would have done with Dion too. I've seen it. These guys are different. This young man is different. And when you see Dion talk about Travis Hunter, his eyes get this big. Because there's no <laughs> doubt what he's seeing is that's a modern day version of me. He's that legit. I hope he puts on a show tomorrow night. What's your favorite Deion Sanders story, either on the field or off the field? Uh, I think, well, I think on the field, 1992, we were playing in Washington um, down at RFK, and he hadn't he hadn't been around because he was playing baseball at the time. And that's my rookie year, really, in the NFL. And there was all this buzz about Deion's coming tonight. Deion's coming today. He's coming. He's going to be at the hotel today. He's going to be there. He had taken, he hadn't, hadn't been in part of any practice, any meeting, nothing. He showed up on game day. They had his uniform laid out and all this. And I'm just like, I've never met the guy. And my heart's beating because, you know, he was, he was the dude at that time. And I remember, man, we were doing, we were having our kickoff return meeting on the sideline because we're getting ready to go out there and do kickoff return. And I knew he was going to be back there. They were going to put him back there. And he walked into the huddle. And he said, just give me a little room. Just give me a little room. I'm taking this thing to the house. He said that to a group. And I was just like, this guy hasn't even practiced. He's been playing baseball. He, I mean, what's he, what, are you, what are you talking about? And I'll tell you what, Dan, they kicked the ball off, man. And I was the right, the left end on the front line of the kickoff return team. I mean, I would drop back, take my drop, you know. And I could see the ball going, you know. And you hear the crowd kind of building, you know, as obviously the guy catches it. And I'm getting my block, and out of the right corner, out of my right eye, I just see this blur. And I see these legs kicking up. No. Oh. oh, he froze oh. up. And I see him, man, okay. from about 40, 40. Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You, you froze up. Started holding that ball with two hands and then started putting it up in there. I was like, the first time he touches it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Hold on for a second. Hold on. Oh, man. We got the best dramatic part. We we got right to the part where a blur went right by. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So a blur went by you on the kickoff with Dion. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. 
he goes by and I just see, I see him come. He's breaking right up the middle of the formation and he breaks right to the sideline. And he's about maybe the 40 yard line at this point, the plus 40 yard line. And I see he has the ball in two hands and then he takes it and you see him put it in one hand and you just see him start high stepping. And I'm, I'm sitting there running. And as I'm running, I'm going, he told us he was going to take this thing to the house. He told, he hadn't had any practice. I had never met the guy. And then he danced for about 15 seconds, 20 seconds in the end zone. It was this, it was the coolest damn thing, man. Because I was like, this guy literally just flew into town. They put his uniform out. He went back there and he took it a hundred plus, just like that. And I'm going, I just looked, I was just going. And from that point on, I was like, look, anything that he wants to do, anything that he puts his mind to, he's been successful his whole life, let alone what he's overcome off the field with his health situation over the past couple of years. You know, he's a unique dude, man. More he really is. Hard not to be in all of it. More impressive, Bo Jackson or Deion Sanders? Oh. Well, I, I think because of Bo's power. Like, Bo's almost like a myth, man. Yes. It's like Bo wasn't even, like, real. <laughs> you know? I mean, how, how many people, right? I mean, how, I said to somebody the other day, how many people you know that can take a baseball bat and crack it over their head and split it? Yeah. I mean, I'd break my neck. He's, Bo, Bo's different. And I think Dion would tell you that too. Bo's just a different style. That 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 kind of power and speed. I don't think we've ever seen that. I don't know if we'll ever see that again. I know you were in the uh, Eagles front office. Um, if you were in the Jets front office right now, and they said, yeah. "All right, Lewis, what are we going to do with the quarterbacking position? Whether it's trading for somebody or as a starter or bringing in a backup, what would you recommend?" Yeah, I think at this point, look, you drafted Zach Wilson number two overall. He's had what five, six months around Aaron Rodgers. But can he play though? I know, I know yeah, you. I know, but him. I mean, but think about the alternative. You're going to bring in somebody new who hasn't been in your system, who hasn't been around your team, and you think you're just going to throw him into the mix here now in week two, and he's just going to give you something that Zach can't. I just don't really see that happening either. Would you want a veteran presence and influence in your quarterback room? Yeah, I think he needs that. I think the construct of your of your quarterback room is is very important. But what would you be telling yourself? What would you be saying to your – well, I guess, you know, sometimes you do have to just face the fact that maybe you made a mistake. The Niners did. Saying? I mean, the Niners admitted they made a mistake. True, true. You're right. You're right. And as I think through it, I mean, I, I get your point. But I think for them, look, Nathaniel Hackett's just going to have to work around whatever deficiencies they still think Zach has. And they're going to have to make this work with him and ride the other strengths of this team as far as they can go. Is this going to be what they're going to have to do? Because there's nobody who's just going to ride in and just kind of save the day and pick up where Aaron left off. It's just not going to happen. Look, this is a tragic case of a franchise quarterback getting hurt in a in a in a way that you never could have foreseen, as there is. Yeah. There's no two ways about that. But this is but this is Zach's moment, man. From a physical perspective, that isn't the issue. It's all up here. We always knew that about Doc Wilson. We're going to see whether or not Aaron helped him get that going the right way or not. Have fun. We'll be watching on Saturday night. My best to uh, Mark Jones. Uh, we play, played, a few, played a few basketball games against each other. All right. Yeah. I'll let him know. Man. Thank you, man. You got it. That's Lewis Riddick. He's also going to be on the call. He's got Monday night, Monday night, two games on the mothership, Saints Panthers, and then uh, Browns and the Steelers. So you got uh, two Monday night games. He'll be doing the Saturday night game, Colorado, Colorado State. That'll be at uh, 10 Eastern and uh, 10, 10 p.m. Eastern.
I love it. Let me take a break. We got our play of the day up next. Simply safe. Simple. You can install it in 30 minutes or less. Or have a simply safe expert set it up. Either way, you're going to protect your home. And this is the best place to do it with the best people. Simply Safe Home Security. 24 7 live guard protection. It's made possible by the new Smart Alarm wireless indoor camera available with Fast Protect monitoring plans. What they want to do is stop crime in real time here. You have 24 7 live guard protection and the new Smart Alarm indoor camera. They work together. Simply Safe system keeps your whole home safe. Break ins, fires, floods, and more. Also, the monitoring agents can actually see, speak to, and deter somebody who has broken into your home and set off an alarm. Revolutionary home monitoring innovation. But then you shouldn't be surprised. They've been a great supporter of this program for over a decade now. For a limited time, get 20% off your new system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Visit simplysafedan.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your... There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, 
a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Podcast. Oh my God. The play, the play of the day. Check this out. Hertz is back. Hertz looks. Still looking. He is going deep for Smith, who has it. 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Devontae Smith, the bomb! That's courtesy of the Eagles Radio Network. You forget about Devontae Smith. Like, you watch the Eagles and you go, oh, right, they got him too. But... I thought Ross Tucker pointed out something really interesting. He said that uh, the Eagles have a new offensive coordinator, Brian Johnson, and he realized that something was out of sync in the passing game with Jalen Hurts, and that's why they ran the ball as much as they did. Sure, play of the day. Play of the day. Brought to you by the great folks at Traeger. There is a grill for you, the uh, Flat Rock Flat Top Grill. That is a game changer. And you can uh, check out all the models that they have, Traeger.com. Uh, get uh, up to 20% off select grills, military members at Traeger.com, up to 15% off select accessories for military members at Traeger.com. Start shopping, start grilling at uh, Traeger.com. Uh, update the poll results if you can, Seton, so far. Colorado uh, State Head Coach Jay Norville's comments were smart or silly, overwhelmingly silly. <laughs> 86%. Uh, Lewis Riddick was talking about Bo Jackson, and Bo does seem like it's mythology. Where Did you ever see Bo Jackson? Yeah. What was that like? And having interviewed him when he won the Heisman, and uh, he wasn't a good speaker at the time, had a speech impediment, and you know became a better speaker. But I remember he was really shy. And when I first met him, he's bigger than I, what, I, what I thought. You know, sometimes you'll meet... First time I met Jack Nicholas, I'm like, wait, Golden Bear? And I was taller than him. Or Johnny Bench, and then I'm taller than them. And then Bo came in, I'm like, that looks like he is a football player. And to watch Bo play baseball, watch him play football, he had a different gear. Dion was with us in Houston at the Super Bowl. And I remember he was running backwards, and we were running forward. Now, he's retired, he's got a bad toe that he would eventually have amputated, and he had a different gear. Like, when you're around fast guys, like, he's fast to fast guys, as Marvin likes to say. You know, you have certain guys like that. They're just fast. And Dion and Bo, they were fast around fast guys. There's certain wide receivers that are fast, but then... There's one that's, you know, Tyreek Hill has got a different gear. He's fast to fast guys. And I just remember Dion when he took off, and I went, oh, boy. And I know we're not athletic, but he got to a, a, a really high speed really quickly. And Bo was that way as well. Here's Dion telling us the story about when he first met Bo Jackson on the football field. When I played for Florida State as a freshman, true story. Bo was at Auburn, back in the backfield with Brent Fullwood, probably the best tandem of running backs I've ever seen in college. These guys are unbelievable. And, you know, I was, you know, you heard of Bo Jackson. You were kind of in awe as a young collegiate. I'm 17 years old playing Florida State, 18 at the time, just turned 18. 
Bo goes behind the huddle and Auburn and throws his hands up as if he was signifying the crowd to get it up. They start cheering and, 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 and applauding, and I was playing left corner. Bo got a sweep to his left away from me and hit it. I mean, hit it, and he was gone. I came out of nowhere because I, I could fly. <laughs> came and got him, ran up on him like it was no other. With his right arm, he extended it, placed it on my helmet like as if he was praying for me, palming my helmet, and stiffed me down and kept going into the end zone like I wasn't even there. That was my Bo Jackson moment. Damn, that's a good story. I'm going to heal you. I'm going to put my hand on your head. Dion coming out of nowhere because I could fly. <laughs> and he hit it. He hit it. Oh, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Paul in Iowa. Hey, Paul. What's on your mind today? Hey, guys. Well, listening to all the Colorado talk this morning made me um, have a question I'd like to pose to you guys. You know, we're a few weeks into the football year now, and we can kind of look around the nation. And my question is, which of these teams is trying harder to make us believe that no one believes in them and they're underrated? Your Colorado Bull Junks or the Taylor Swift attached Kansas City Chiefs? Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know if is Travis Kelsey going to be able to play this weekend? I guess he's questionable. I imagine Chris Jones would be in the lineup. Jason Kelsey, after the game last night was asked by Tony Gonzalez about his brother. <laughs> He's dating Taylor Swift. Uh, I think by his non-answer, he answered the question that something's going on between Taylor and Travis. Like, I'm guessing something's going on. And you know what? Even if there isn't, just keep answering vaguely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for the, uh, well, what's more important to uh, Travis, getting back on the football field or dating Taylor Swift, you know? Went to New York, apparently, to hang out with her. Mm -hmm. Just saying. You know how the media can be. Well, what are your priorities here? I'd say, mm, I'm not sure right now. <laughs> Enjoying know? my life? Yeah. A lot of guys have Super Bowl rings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, got Tay-Tay. Uh, Eric in Atlanta. Hi, Eric. What's on your mind today? Hey, DP. Just wanted to weigh in on the Dion situation. Okay. Uh, so I coached college golf for about eight years, and if somebody said Phil Nicholson wanted to come in and take a head coaching job, how am I going to feel slighted about that? These guys, their professional careers preclude them from having to cut their teeth and pay their dues. I just think that's ridiculous. Dion can do whatever he wants. Yeah, you know, I have to look at it. I think you have to look at it individually. There's only one Dion, but let's say somebody of uh, lesser star power all of a sudden jump the line. And I don't care if it's a white coach or a black coach, you know, and more than likely it'll be a white coach, but you jump the line. What is your resume? Did Doc Rivers jump the line? He was a broadcaster. Steve Kerr jumped the line? He was a broadcaster. He also worked in the front office. Um, Mark Jackson, did he jump the line? Robin Ventura, did he jump the line? Right? It happens. It happens a lot. But there's only one Dion. So this doesn't pave the way for other black coaches. It paves the way for other players who had star power. Could the Jets entertain the idea of trading for Andrew Luck? Mike Florio has that story for you coming up 
next hour. Dan Patrick Show. One more item as we close out hour one. Yesterday, I think, was the halfway point to uh, St. Patty's Day, and that's a reason to celebrate. Keeper's Heart can help you do that. A new and unique style of whiskey brings together the best of Irish and American whiskeys. Nobody's ever thought of this before. But then there's nobody like Brian Nation, one of the best distillers in the world. He uh, rocked the whiskey world when he left Ireland's most famous whiskey company, came to the United States, and developed Keeper's Heart. You know, you meet him and you realize that there are very few people in the world able to do what he does. Keeper's Heart has been winning award after award, and most recently, the world's best Irish whiskey by the Tasting Alliance with their 10-year single malt. Keeper's Heart combines the smooth character of Irish whiskey, the bold flavors of American whiskeys, giving you a unique taste experience worthy of the record books. If you're a whiskey fan, try it and make sure that you use the discount code DAN2023. When you go to keepersheartwhiskey.com, you'll get $10 off your purchase. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.